I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour. Um, Today is the last episode of the week leading into a holiday weekend. And speaking of, our first story today actually has to do with the 4th of July, kind of. So it wouldn't be a 4th of July without somebody getting exploded by fireworks. Only this time, It was more than just one idiot injuring himself or a buddy. It was a massive explosion where 17 were injured. Let's get into the details. So basically in L.A., they have this bomb squad that will take dangerous, unexploded materials into a truck chamber where they can explode them safely without injuring anyone. This is used with any homemade bombs or any other improvised explosive materials that the police departments might come across. They come and they put the thing in the chamber of the truck and it goes off. No one gets hurt. Great plan, right? They use this truck on a regular basis and it works like a charm, but not this time. So leading up to the 4th of July, as you can imagine, the police get a lot of work done catching people selling illegal fireworks. It's a thing, right? Well, they heard that this dude was selling fireworks out of his home in South L.A. Very illegal. So they went to investigate. When they did, they found 5,000 pounds of illegal fireworks, boxes and boxes of them. The fireworks were from out of state, and at the time, they weren't exactly sure where they had come from or who had sold them to this guy. Sketchy. So they decided to explode them safely in this truck because they could not ensure that these fireworks were up to safety codes. It's also important to note that the reason that this big explosion box thing is a truck is because transporting a sketchy explosive is not a good idea. So they need to explode the homemade bombs, etc., as close to where they found it as possible, if that makes sense. So that's why this truck exists. They can pull right up to the location and explode things safety very close by and not having to put the public at risk by trying to transport it. But when they loaded up a bunch of these boxes into the truck in a neighborhood, closed it up, the entire truck itself exploded. Locals said they felt like it was like an earthquake or something. They said 17 were injured and 
This included both police officers as well as civilians, but fortunately, no one was killed. Dozens are out of their homes, though, due to the blast. It shattered windows, flipped cars, and threw debris blocks away. There are a ton of questions left unanswered as well. Were these even fireworks? How could a vehicle chamber built to withstand bombs not withstand fireworks? Where did the fireworks even come from? Investigators are still not totally sure. There was a 10-year-old boy, though, living in the home where these explosives were being stored, and CPS has now stepped in to evaluate the home's safety for him, and the man responsible, who is actually his older brother, has been arrested. If we hear anything more on this unfolding story, we will definitely keep you guys posted. So for our next story, we are talking about the NIL and a set of twins. So what the heck is this NIL thing that everyone is talking about online and why is it important? Well, you can bet that I did not know what it was. I'm not a huge sports person, but I did some research for you guys. Let's break it down. So basically, the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate Athletic Association, if you're sports averse like me, made a ruling yesterday that their athletes can now make brand endorsement deals. You know, like an influencer or a celebrity or a professional athlete. They'll get paid thousands of dollars to endorse certain brands. Think like Jennifer Aniston and Smartwater or Aveeno, only for college athletes. As you can imagine, this is huge for them, as a lot of college athletes actually already have very large social media followings as well, so they can finally leverage those to make money. NIL itself stands for Name, Image, and Likeness, by the way. It's also important to note that the NCAA has left it up to the state to decide on specific rules and regulations for these types of brand partnerships. So they will differ from place to place and therefore from school to school. Additionally, kids will have to pay taxes on this money as a business would. So that's also important to be aware of. One specific set of athletes, though, making headlines is this set of basketball-playing twins named Hannah and Haley Cavender. They signed a deal with Boost Mobile the same day that this happened and had their headlines shown even in Times Square. These two blonde badasses are showing that female athletes will be just as appealing to brands as their male counterparts. These particular girls actually share a TikTok account with over 3.3 million followers, and Boost Mobile will soon have access to them. Congratulations to this unstoppable pair and to all the college athletes who can now start leveraging their brand. And for our next story today, Trump CFO charged with tax crimes. So time is up for the Trump organization. 
charges of larceny, tax fraud, and more have been levied against the CFO, Alan H. Weaselberg, by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. The DA's office attorney called it a, quote, sweeping and audacious illegal payments scheme, end quote, where reportedly about $1.7 million was evaded in taxes and pocketed by the company. Trump has previously said that Weaselberg would, quote, do whatever was necessary to protect the bottom line, end quote. And it seems now that potentially includes breaking the law. It seems that he evaded taxes on lavish gifts provided by the company, such as private school tuition for his grandkids, leased cars, and a Central Park apartment. Mr. Weaselberg pled not guilty, and his lawyers insist that the charges are political in nature. It is important to note here, though, that Trump himself was not charged in this court hearing, just the organization and their CFO, Mr. Weaselberg. But as this organization belongs to the former president and bears his name, these are pretty unprecedented proceedings. We will definitely be sure to keep you posted on them as they unfold. Just a real quick update for you guys on the Miami building collapse. By the way, also, I am not feeling my best today, so my throat and voice is cracking a little bit. I have some like hot water with lemon with me, but I'm doing my best. Anyway, Biden will be visiting Miami soon to meet with the families of the dead and missing from the building collapse. They have now found 16 dead, but have temporarily stopped the digging and excavation as engineers have advised them that digging any further could cause the rest of the building to collapse. Obviously, this story is so tragic, but we will be sure to keep you posted on how everything's going with it. And then for our last story for the week, we actually just have a bunch of mini stories to do with celebrities that I felt like you guys might want to know about. So I'm just going to kind of run through them as bullet points because they've been like piling up on me here um, and I can never fit them into an episode. So I thought I'd just run through them so you guys were aware. Um, and if you want to look into more details yourself, you can. It'll be old news by next week. Um, Cardi B announced that she's pregnant at the BET Awards. So congratulations to her. That is super exciting. Megan McCain has actually announced that she is stepping back or leaving The View. Um, and she's been there, I think, for about two years. or No, about four years, excuse me, and had two years left in her contract. So um, that was an interesting move. Obviously, she's been butting heads with her fellow co-hosts, especially Whoopi Goldberg. So not super surprising, um, but she's taking a step back. Donald Rumsfeld, not necessarily a celebrity per se, um, but he is a famous member of Bush's cabinet and inner circle. He actually served for four different presidents, but he has passed away in his home at the age of 88. So um, that is major news in the DC world. So just wanted to make sure you guys were aware. And now the first NFL player ever to come out as gay happened during Pride Month. So this actually happened not too long ago, um, but 
it was early in the month and it's been on my list to tell you guys about ever since. So let me give you a few more details on this one. Okay, so I don't know if this reminded anyone else of Valentine's Day, the movie. It's super cheesy. It's like a rom-com with a ton of celebrities in it when that was like a popular thing to do. But the guy who played Mark Sloan in Grey's Anatomy plays an NFL player who's gay and doesn't know what to do. Like, And ultimately, he ends up coming out in the movie. And you thought he had some like other secret of some sort and... <laughs> It was not expected. And anyway, this reminds me of that moment from that movie. But basically, Carl Nassib was an NFL player and the first one ever to come out as LGBTQ in any way, shape or form. And it's very clear that the NFL supported this decision. Um, They made their logo a rainbow and announced that football is gay in a video and just basically showed their support for him. So it's a beautiful thing to see and congratulations to him on such a big moment. Um, And it's really cool that he did it during Pride Month and that the world can be moving forward in this way. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, progress is not inevitable. It is up to us to create it. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website www.sugarfreemedia.co Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour Broadcasting from... Oh!